0: Well, welcome back everybody we are here again for another weekly short from grow the bench this week's guest is neil glatt i'm leslie boomer and we are here to talk to you about burnout um what do you have to say about that neil some, I'm, I'm not real it, familiar. if there's one
1: if there's one thing i'll say about burnout it's that burnout is a real thing it's not some excuse that some people give for not doing work it's it's so it's such a real thing that the World Health Organization has a formal definition for it.
0: Okay, so I of course I read the blog and I read that and I was really surprised. Yeah. So so say more.
1: So it's not a disease. It's not something that like mm, people necessarily are afflicted by in the way a disease is but it is what we would call an occupational phenomenon. Mm -hmm. So meaning it's something that we've observed many, many people in the workplace having. And basically when there's so much stress at work that hasn't been successfully managed, then people feel depleted and exhausted. Mm -hmm. They have negative feelings towards their job or their workplace, and they have reduced efficiency on the job. And again, it's it's a phenomenon. It's happened to enough people on a regular basis across all industries, across all cultures, across all positions that the World Health Organization says this affects people's ability to live and work efficiently enough that we need to define it and help people manage around it.
0: Okay, so that's crazy enough to think about. You know, I know about workplace stress. I know about... Um, how that impacts people and maybe has an issue in terms of retention. Sure. But how, you know, is this a, a primarily a leadership issue?
1: No, what? it happens at all levels. Okay. Um, and, and this isn't like, um, this isn't something that happens where uh, we are doing hard work so people get burnt out. Um, it's not like, you know, in the snow removal, we feel this more Mm -hmm. than landscaping, for instance. Um, it's not even like if our job is hard, we're going to be burned out because many of us have difficult jobs with lots of demands and we do just fine. It's, it's the idea that work is difficult and I don't think it's going to get any better that causes people to be burnt out.
0: Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm hearing lack of hope for the future. maybe
1: yeah so you know yeah it's it's like um it's just giving up and maybe you've heard the term recently quiet quitting right where uh, this has been going around social media people say i'm going to quietly quit i'm just going to show up and do the bare minimum i'm not going above and beyond anymore and so it's really related to engagement it's it's this idea that i'm just going to collect my paycheck and and do the bare minimum to not get fired and and I would say that people who are burned out are the ones who are feeling in that camp but also burnout is not this thing that you suffer from forever burnout can be a day-to-day situation actually and so 70 76 percent of workers say that they feel burnt out at least sometimes and um, you know I felt this before you probably have too just there's a season where it's like you know what i'm i'm have these negative emotions around my job i'm not being efficient there and i feel like i'm kind of just frustrated and overwhelmed a little bit
0: okay i mean sure i guess we've all gone through periods of time where you mailed it in a little bit you know right. you just did did what you had to do however that's so ungratifying long term yeah what it what is it that people do when they get to that space where they're like, yeah.
1: Well, you know, at that point, they're probably going to think about finding another job when Uh it it happens long enough, right? Yeah. But really the question we need to ask is, you know, eventually if work sucks enough, people will quit. Like we know that, right? So (laughs) burnout or otherwise. The real question to ask is why do people feel burnout in the first place and what can we as managers do?
0: Yeah.
1: And, and so that that's where we can get practical about this. And so people feel burned out when they have unmanageable workloads, and, yes. and they're the ones who deem if something's unmanageable, where they have um, unrealistic time deadlines, and where they feel like they have a lack of manager support or a lack of fair treatment from their managers. So my warning to people is you may have not changed anything in your workplace as a manager but your people will probably start to feel like they have unmanageable workloads and unreasonable time deadlines and unfair treatment at work if their team has slowly dwindled away during the great recession Mm. and we're not able to hire anybody due to the tight labor market and so everybody's being asked to do more and the people who are coming into the organization are less qualified but being paid more because we're competing on the job market. It's this recipe for disaster for our loyal employee.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. So, you know, one one very important piece that you said there was, you know, expectations. Um, how can you review that with people and in a way that's an effective uh, methodology to help them feel like, managers are, are seeing that I'm, I'm struggling here and there's some hope for the future.
1: Yeah, so the number one thing is just to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, most managers are being asked to do more with less also. And so they're not prioritizing those check-ins. And many workers don't feel like they can talk to their manager about work-related problems. Um, I would recommend if it's the first time in a while, schedule a lunch with each of your direct reports, yeah. where you can sit down and really just talk about how they're doing on the job and out the job and how they feel about workplace stress in general. And then from there, make it a priority to have at least a weekly check-in. You know, I like an hour because mm-hmm. it gives plenty of time, but maybe it's only 15 minutes where you can hear people's issues, give them a little space to vent, and where there's an opportunity for a quick win, help them out. Um, I think it's less about what do we need to do and more about how can we make sure people are feeling heard.
0: Yeah, I, I love that idea. I mean, it's really that should be part of the, the process, the management process from start to finish on an annual basis anyway. What, I mean, just mm-hmm. so that people have expectations set for that, that they know that they're going to be heard at some point. So, I mean, that that could go a long way to really kind of avoiding a lot of this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you really want to do uh, more for your people, then you can start to push back on customers and, and other issues, right? So, uh, I know Phil wrote a great blog a few weeks ago about closing the pool. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> eliminate the service. <laughs> eliminate the offering. And... Uh, at some point, we need to prioritize our, our employees over our customers and, and stop just allowing other people to dictate what's reasonable for your staff if this labor shortage thing is a problem. Because yeah. if we don't, uh, we're, like I said, the issue is not how do we get enough people to do everything we have to do. The issue becomes how do we protect the well-being of the people we have so that they're not burnt out and they continue to stick around and do great work.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it makes a lot of sense. I mean, this is basic management training, but um, just realizing that we're facing something a little bit new here with this kind of Mm -hmm. ongoing labor shortage. COVID changed the work world. I think we all know that. And things are just not the same right now. It is more difficult to get people, and like you said, it's like you hire on people that are, are not as well-trained, and people are not only having to do their workload, they're having to train, and, yeah, yeah the, the stresses are high. So,
1: Yeah, the, the issue is not new, but the deck, the deck is becoming stacked against us even more, yeah. and we just need to be vigilant to that and uh, pay attention to this.
0: Okay. Well, I would encourage everybody to read the blog in total. Um, Neil's got a lot of good points and some data to back up this information to be found in the blog. There, there are also ways to learn more about what you can do about management, creating uh, better management skills, et cetera, to be found at growthebench.com. But, um, until then we thank you for being here. Thanks Neil. And uh, hope everybody has a great week. And we'll sign off for now. Thanks so Thanks much Leslie. You bet.